that which is not love, like that fear, that insecurity will slowly break open because you're showing up with love, that river of love, and that will take care of whatever needs to be taken care of. But you've got to expose yourself and share that. Like it's, you know, same when you're in a relationship, you have to open to that person. Same with when you're sharing your offering, you have to open to the people or open to the world and reveal yourself and and in that the love can flow we can't the love can't flow if we're like closed off and <laughs> take that first step when that real river is coming don't do it from the mind like do it from that deeper deeper knowing don't do it because oh now i trained for you know a year and okay now it's time to share it's like no listen 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 are you are you ready is it coming from within you Welcome back to the North Star Podcast. Today I have Dorothea on the show. She's really such a beautiful soul, such a light. We talk about her path from being a fashion model, being very much in the thick of the glitz and the glam and all everything that you can imagine when you hear, you know, a top a top model in her own way. She was um, on the Victoria's Secret catwalk she's just done so much within the fashion industry and then she had this point where she could no longer be in it anymore so we talk about that and this is something that if you guys know my story it's something I very much relate to being very deep in the fashion world myself and like not knowing who the heck I was when I was planning to leave it and what that might mean for me and but also like feeling like the brink of a spiritual awakening which I didn't know was the case I didn't like know the words for that but that's very much what she went through as well. So it was really beautiful to talk about this with her, talking about that transition into the healer that she is now. And she does breath work and sound healing and mentoring sessions, and which sort of like combine a bunch of modalities. And she's just this, also, like I have to say, like a beautiful artist, incredible writer. Just you read her words and you're like, wow, this is truly channeled. And it's a gift to be in her presence. So I really hope that you guys enjoy this. We talk about sacred relationships. We talk about motherhood. She has a brand new baby and um, she's just navigated everything so gracefully, in my opinion. And I absolutely know that you guys are going to connect to her, be inspired by her and probably just feel really, really good. She's a really grounding energy in my opinion and yeah it was just an incredible conversation I know you guys are going to enjoy it so I'm actually just gonna let you all dive right on in I hope you enjoyed this episode with the beautiful inside and out Dorothea Barth Jorgensen all right I will see you guys on the other side so I was born in Norway and uh, we moved to Sweden when I was three years old and I grew up in a Waldorf school. Um, I was in nature and um, I had a horse. I take, it took care of a horse and I had this really beautiful connection with this horse. And it was all very like um, supportive of the child, like the innocent within. <clears throat> and um, yeah. I think I was from a very small town and so forth and um, also had a very strong longing as a child to connect to the mysteries and now looking at my childhood from being a grown, grown up, I'm seeing that, um, yeah, I was looking for the elders, I was looking for the wisdom 
keepers then, but I didn't have that. And so this horse kind of became this portal into the unseen world for me. Um, and, and then being in school as well, being very much cultivating um, my creativity and painting and doing acting and all of these creative things. It's been um, a very beautiful and nourishing childhood. And, and yet it felt quite small as well after, you know, sometime I was feeling that I wanted to expand and, and somehow I ended up in New York when I was 18 and I was there for 10 years and then I moved to California and now I'm going more and more and more west. <laughs> now I'm in Hawaii. <laughs> so I keep on like wondering what next step will be. Yeah, Maybe <laughs> that's beautiful. I mean, do you feel like you're going now almost back to your roots with the um, New York to California to now like, it's Kauai, is that how it's pronounced? I feel like I don't yeah. have. Yeah, go on. Yeah. 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 Is it feel like it going back a bit for you or not really? Uh, what, uh, you mean coming to Kauai? Yeah, does it feel like you're like reconnecting with your childhood in a way with the nature and all of that or? Yeah, yeah, it feels, it feels like it holds the frequency of the new earth. And I think that's what I was longing for as a child. Mm -hmm. And also why I was spending so much time in nature and with animals and so forth. and. Uh, when I arrived on the island, I felt like the feminine spirit of the island and the, it's we are surrounded by water and the waterfalls and the ocean and so forth and the nature here is so lush and powerful and um, and wet and very, very feminine and um, I think I think I recognize the ancient part of me here, like the one that remembers the new and the very old um so this place doesn't have like a lineage for me but i i feel so much home here um and also yeah being literally walking outside the door and being fully immersed in nature and um, that's how i yeah grew up so, so for sure beautiful. And did yeah. you ever, it sounds, I mean, it sounds like you had such a healthy upbringing. I'm thinking like whenever I hear people, because I ask the question a lot about upbringing. And when I hear that connection almost to like the feminine and the creativity and all that, I'm like, oh, it is very, um, it's like warming and nourishing. And then I wonder, did you ever have a time where you weren't as connected to that part of yourself and have you come back to it or have you always sort of been in contact with that part of yourself mm, beautiful um I think as a child I did remember somehow I don't know how but I did have a knowing that and almost like I saw that the world wasn't quite what it seemed to be somehow or that people maybe like I could see so many other layers than what people actually expressed or was mm -hmm. talking about or how they felt uh, as a child so I was like there is some disconnect here in that and um, I when I was 18 and moved to New York I was modeling for 
quite a while and that was a journey of disconnection and connect reconnection again and there was a time when I was kind of pulled into all of the you know the um I guess drama or the like life and it's all its you know juices and flavors and so forth and I think I really also enjoyed that because it was such a difference from how I grew up and also I could feel my free spirit like really you know blooming and coming out and and also my yeah these parts that maybe wasn't so much space to explore before earlier um and but during that time in New York as well I also always felt like the undercurrent of my essence um like looking back now I was like oh I was you know going to the bookstores reading Krishnamurti and like sitting at the cafes and like writing poetry and like deep diving and looking into the soul and and exploring and asking the questions like why are we here who am I what is my purpose um what is the bigger purpose of the universe all of these fundamental kind of questions was with me then and then I was also kind of merging into that world of like putting on you know that happy phase in front of the cameras and flying around and going to the parties and going to the dinners and and also that was fun um as well like we had a we had a blast too um but it also kind of lacked a deeper substance that at some point my being was like calling me back into that where i was like okay enough enough kind of cruising around and now it's time to deep dive and do the work that you're here to do so right and I can I can imagine I mean I I worked in that industry to a degree as um more on the editorial side years ago and so I'm very familiar with it and it has a, a sort of glamour seduction um uh charm I mean it's it's a very and people want to be in the industry for a reason there is a lot of sparkle that it has and I'm so curious for you because for me I felt so sensitive that like once I I don't know I it was almost like it was so it would like pull pull me in so much and then I would almost lose that other part of myself that we're sort of speaking to here the deeper um maybe a little bit more philosophical kind of side of the self and I I um I stayed in it for a few years and I was like I cannot I just like wasn't strong enough in myself to like stay in it while holding these two pieces of myself almost. So mm-hmm. I'm curious, like how, what your experience was with that sort of the dichotomy of self almost and how you were navigating, I guess, those waters. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, that is the hard, like hard part and I think at some point I felt like I couldn't navigate it anymore because right. it was it felt like I had to lose part of myself like I couldn't show up fully in my bigness in that industry like I had to be more conformative to what they wanted me to be and like I was more of a canvas I felt um and I was showing up in all these different shapes and forms depending on what I needed to be depending on the job and all of that. So at some point I was feeling that that bigger part of me that is actually my true self 
that inner beauty, so to speak, or uh, didn't have enough space. So I couldn't kind of combine them in a way. So I, I felt like I had to pull out to, to fully allow and nourish and nurture this uh, truer self. And I still see, I know a few of my friends are still in that business industry and I'm like, wow. And one of them, she's amazing. I think you know her, Sarah Werner. <laughs> she's navigating both worlds and I'm very like uh, uh, impressed by that. Um, I don't think I could do it anymore because I feel, um, yeah. Or I would show up really as I am now and then they have to take it or leave it. That's mm -hmm. different. But I, I think I wasn't strong enough then to show up that way because, yeah, you're like, you know, in the uh, beginning of your womanhood and, and you're discovering yourself and then really like, yeah, everything is very sensitive at that time. So I think, I think now I would be able to show up in a very different way than right. then. So, um, but yeah, I did a job like three years ago, I think, and I had so much fun. Like it was the most fun job I ever done because I didn't care about any, anything regardless to, you know, how people perceive me or what they think of me or anything. It was like, you can have whatever view you want and, and I know who I am and that's how I'm going to show up. And, and that was then, yeah, it was so fun. So wow. I think it yeah we can navigate both but i couldn't at the time and i really needed to go into kind of a hermit mode for a few years and like pulling out of all these strings attached mm -hmm. or mm, these conditionings that i learned so right and i can imagine i mean i could be wrong but i imagine that some of the conditioning was also specifically perhaps learned with being a model in such a fast paced industry like it might not have even been as intense if you were in another job like at a desk job or something like that oh for sure yeah uh, I mean I got like pulled into that world and all of a sudden I did all the runway shows and like I my being didn't understand what was going on I was like fully immersed in the whole like mecca of the fashion industry it wasn't oh. like a process it was like <laughs> from nothing to everything and I think um yeah I didn't fully understand what was going on actually I didn't fully realize like oh you're doing the top shows in um you know at the fashion weeks and stuff and you're shooting with Stephen Meisel and you're doing like all the big like Vogue and stuff uh, magazines and um and for me I didn't I think I didn't realize what was happening until after so because it was so fast it was so like, whirlwind boom, boom. Uh, yeah, yeah. you did. I think a lot of people, if they know you from that world, would know you from perhaps Victoria's Secret. And just so anyone listening knows, like you were, as you're saying, you were in it. It's like you couldn't have been more in it, in my opinion, than you than you were. Like, And so there must have been a lot. Yeah, just hard to process, hard to land at such a young age, too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we were like surrounded, you know, like Justin Bieber and um, uh, what's her name? The, the singer, um, very famous. Oh my goodness. Um, I'm also, 
Rio. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can say I'm also terrible with names. I know that one. <laughs> um, and um, yeah, and I, I never really had even, you know, that look of like that sexy girl or somehow, but somehow I did that show and um, yeah, it's been, I've been taken on such a journey that I never really considered myself doing and it's been the fun surprise from the universe and I think also I always been in interested in beauty but like more of a creative beauty or or inner beauty and so forth and I think maybe the universe brought me to the modeling industry to like show me the more superficial beauty to see what that is like and now when I'm like in the world I feel like I got a big dose of that being seen physically but not internally which on some level have been really helpful because now I know when I'm showing up I'm not there to be seen from my ego because I got a big dose of that I don't need that and and that was a big teacher and now I'm like I want to show up from the essence from a deeper deeper space and I want to be in service and and my personal needs are not as important anymore and i think maybe that was the biggest gift of being in that industry Mm -hmm. and have like that freedom and that like eye on you so to speak and just being able to do kind of whatever you want for a while and and not take so much responsibility um on some level and now i'm like yeah the deeper self is coming up and i want to show up in a different way and so I feel I feel so grateful for that whole journey like I feel like yeah it's been me on my spiritual journey very much I love that yeah and you answered the question before I asked because I would have assumed that of course you you must have gained so much right through that time um for the perhaps challenges that you encountered but then also just for like the amount of growth that you went through and moving through that and then also that period of time that you said like those few years years there where you sort of went in inwards and perhaps I don't know if you use the word hermit but that is a word I use a lot so maybe that is what you, what you said mm-hmm. yeah I'm I'm curious like when you went into that mode of like reflection did you have fears come up of like people seeing because again people are seeing this external you're known for that maybe your identity was in some part attached to that when you were letting go with that because again even in a much lesser degree even for me I was like switching industries and I'm like what am I doing who am I like this is like I always interned in the fashion world and then I always did editorial within the fashion world I left the fashion world like oh my god I don't know who I am I like subscribed to this for like 10 years or whatever um and so I'm curious with that like shift in identity, really back to your true self, but how that metamorphosis sort of felt and also looked like for you. Yeah, um, I love that question. Um, yeah, it's been like a gradual kind of this detangling, um, but I did, I, I felt like I didn't have a choice at some point. It was just like something deeper within me was like enough and I'm here and I'm gonna call you back home 
and um, I tried to fight it for a while and like because that's all I know and that's the way I earn money and that's the way like that was my whole reality um, so to pull out of that was very difficult but it was almost like I had no choice like the I already knew within that I had to let go and I still stayed for a few more years um, and there was a moment I think in New York when there was just like okay I'm ready it was like a click and um, and maybe like a call or um, and also my energy started like I started having less and less energy um, and that is also a kind of <laughs> call from the universe that you're not on the right road right when you start to lose your energy needing to you're not inspired and um and I didn't feel inspired for a while and um so I I, I felt this like a longing back to self again and this kind of fears fears really fierce energy of like okay you gotta just do it I sold my house in New York and I took like two suitcases and I was like, okay, I'm gonna see where life takes me. Um, and I was getting a call to do a ceremony uh, with Iboga uh, from my agent actually. And, and I just felt instantly that I have to go and do that. And in the ceremony, I connected to so many layers of self and, and also more of my larger purpose and like the, the new earth frequency and um my mm, opening of my voice uh, however that i didn't know how that was going to manifest but i did feel like a big surge of opening in the heart and just knowing of this blue energy coming through my voice um and all these things started to kind of unfold and um and yeah, it was quite hard too, because I had to let go of some friendships and some, or like, I think pulling out of that world, like I was in a bit in like a void for a while. There was like an emptiness feeling in it. And in that there was also a big freedom. There was a joy like in not being attached to anything of just like completely mm. letting go. Uh, it's almost harder when you try to hold on to certain things. Like I was, I got so brutally honest and just real that I was like, it felt like such a relief, just letting everything fall, fall away. Wow. And there was also a moment when the mind is starting to come back and try to like, oh, but that was the way you earn money and mm -hmm. how, what is going to happen now? Where are you going? And you know, all of these mind chatter or um the fear coming in and like trying to control and know the future and but my deeper knowing was in like such freedom and openness and actually real joy to not know and to be have this like future completely open and 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 see like what's in store for me um and being in the unknown i think that's the hardest Heart being a human but then once we are opening to that there's like we receive so much more than our minds our limited minds could could envision for us so like for example I met my partner and he's like 
way more amazing than I could ever think in my head. But mm -hmm. it was because I was like fully open and I was feeling into the frequency of what I wanted and and also just like fully trying to or not trying like going with the little like breadcrumbs around and like where I was guided and and really listening. And I also had like I mean, I was lucky I didn't need to work, I think, for five, six years. I li lived off my savings and um, and my I sold my house. Um, so I had a lot of space to just completely uh, move where my spirit wanted to move and just go with with this inner kind of guidance. Um, and I know everyone doesn't have that. So I feel like I feel super, super lucky to created that for myself honestly yeah. Yeah. well because that's the thing it's like you did create that for yourself like that connection to like guidance intuition spirit whatever it is people want to call it do you credit that to the time that you had to go inward or like were there because of course you do so like quite a few things now with breath work and sound healing when did those modalities sort of were they coming to you at that point in time as well in that five-year mark yeah um actually like i did my first breathwork um training in new york when i was modeling it was in 2012 or something wow like, yeah i already started like jumping into those things and it wasn't it wasn't super trendy then <laughs> um and and then i listened to tom kenyon who has been my biggest inspiration i don't know if you know him no i need to very yeah He's wonderful. He he channels these different higher beings, and the sounds are like full on journeys, um, sound journeys that can activate and help you remember and so forth. And I, when I listened to him, also modeling, flying everywhere, I was like, okay, I need some anchor. And I, mm -hmm. I would listen to him on the flights, and I would see like patterns in my third eye and like things. So it was like pulsating and opening then so I, I feel like I kind of have that with me somehow um and yeah and then with the hermit mode like I didn't know at all what I wanted to do but I did know that I want to support people humans to come back to their true nature and to remember who they are and but I didn't know what like delivery system or how that would uh, yeah what methods I would use and then my friend uh, Deborah Mama Medicine she got me in contact with um, Lupito who owns the crystal tomes mm -hmm. um, so there was like I I don't know that it just happened I happened to meet the balls and I was like feeling such uh, resonance and joy I started crying when I heard them because I wow. I felt like they were such a represent a rep representation of um, my knowing of the um, cosmic kind of forces or the cosmic uh, higher um, what to say like the quality of the unseen world into the seen mm -hmm. world. I felt like the bulls could hold that frequency of the unknown or like what we can't really speak of, but it's like there. Mm -hmm. um, 
and yeah and then breathwork was like coming back to me after like I did that course with David Elliott um mm. and I know you know Laura Elliott she's yeah. a dear friend so much <laughs> such an, I did my Reiki training with her um oh, yeah such oh. an angel and you also do Reiki right I don't know if you did that with Laura or is simultaneously or how yeah yeah, I did it. I actually did it with Laura. I have to, I want to do another one with her. I think I did, I just did the, the first uh, mm-hmm. module and I feel like my hands really want to, like I, I got a big fire energy yeah. in my hands. Yeah. The calling yeah. is there then to, um, yeah. to do it. So you did, but you did breath work with her, with her husband. Yeah. And that's yeah. how you, and that's how you train. Oh my gosh. That must've been such um it's like you look back at that time and I know you're kind of, you're still very much in that in the world of that but that beginning phase is so magical like you must look back at that time and be like wow like what a special moment in my life that all this is unfolding yeah it's it's so beautiful I feel like looking back you're always seeing like oh I was meant to go there I was meant to meet that person like everything is orchestrated for you to kind of um move into your wholeness or into your gift that you're here to deliver and um and sometimes the road is a little more like choppy and or not straight but i think um yeah i just been following my curiosity and um and with david like i i i'm good friends with uh joe who was also at the training at that time we just figured it out like two two years ago so there is like all these interweavings that wow. at the time no idea you know about how it would unfold but um we've all been very connected later mm-hmm. on i've been like, meeting the same people that i met back then and yeah so it's really really beautiful so sweet and when did you because there's that time when you're and we're always the student but there's also the like almost like the very student time like when you're very, very much learning things almost for the first time maybe not breath work but you're getting introduced to the sound bowls at what point did you go I think I also want to bring this to other people because now you're offering that and you have such beautiful offerings that people can check out but what was that because that's another uh turn in in the in the path if you will mm. Oh my, yeah, um, I, I did go to like a sound healing school and, um, and I was in a way, I feel like I've been working energetically since I was like a child, mm-hmm. uh, but I haven't really known it or haven't really trained, but I, I've been like tuned into people and seeing like my seeing has, I've seen behind the veil so to speak or I've seen like deeper than I think some people want me to see which has Mm. been a little bit of a wound also as a child like you're seeing and then they feel uncomfortable because you're seeing (laughs) (laughs) I feel like oh I'm doing something wrong um so that has been a little bit maybe a little bit of that witch wound or something but like I feel like I was very careful in the beginning to offer and I was terrified I was like because I I felt like my true being started to reveal and I was like, am I safe to, to offer and be seen in this? And Mm -hmm. so I was very scared and nervous in the beginning. And I was like, I mean, I can go on the runway and like do Victoria's Secret and stuff that felt easy. But this like 
feeling who you are and being completely vulnerable and also I never knew what I would say or something I wouldn't have a script I would just completely you know that I had to just open to spirit and see what wants to come through um so yeah there was a there was like a, a reluctance and or hesitation there for a while but then again I think that deeper thing is like asking you to come forth and and I did and so my fears and all of that had to just be there and I had to just deal with that <laughs> and and yet that like presence or um yeah deeper call was like okay you like see see where you are in the world and see see how like you have to start working with people to also um see where where you're at and to um to trust yourself more and so forth so um yeah that's been a beautiful journey now i feel comfortable in that like with every new thing there is that like first uh pain of <laughs> jumping off the cliff so to speak and revealing yourself so um yeah, but there was that I felt I feel like mm, there is a call when you're ready. And I think, I mean, I think we're always learning, right? But at some point, you got to go out and share your medicine. And in that also, you're learning more and more and more. So there is like, and and the people who are meant to meet you will come to you and and other people who are not in resonance will not. So there is like, I think you show up and then um show up in your heart and then um not for the ego or not for i don't know to be that teacher in the front and mm -hmm. and feel good about yourself there that's not why we're doing it so i think just being super honest with ourselves, and i think i was that um and i think yeah i waited quite a while until I was like, okay, I feel like this is brewing within me and it's time to like share it now. So I love that. And because it, first of all, it's so relatable to pretty much anyone who's ever tried to do anything. I mean, especially if it's related, I think to work because there's just so much tied up in, um, yeah, like you're saying, like offering with this witch wound as well. And there's, there's so much here. And I, I, I definitely talked to quite a few women who, who are kind of caught in that place of, of fear to, of stepping into that next level of self, whatever that might be. And I'm sure you talk to so many people as well about that. And, and so listening to you, I, I'm curious actually what, what you will say, but it almost, it sounds to me like, you know, it was brewing within you, but then to like take that next step, it was like, it, it was action that kind of got like propelled you forward. Did I, is that like how you would interpret it as like the next, the like action sort of led you and then you kind of grow with it, I suppose, if that's, if that could be put that way. Yeah. Yeah. It's all like your limitations and, and that is, mm, they're not wanting you to go to open and expand in yeah. a way and to share. So you can be aware of these layers in front and then there is a deeper knowing that totally has your back and is totally there 
present and and ready to to share also knowing that it might help some people and 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 that is a beautiful thing and it, there it comes from love so there's a sharing of that love outwards and um yeah and that that which is not love like that fear that insecurity will slowly break open because you're showing up with love that river of love and that will take care of whatever needs to be taken care of but you kind of gotta expose yourself and share that like it's you know same when you're in a relationship you have to kind of open to that person same with when you're sharing your offering you have to open to the people or open to the world and 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 reveal yourself and and in that the love can flow we can't the love can't flow if we're like closed off and (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah so um yeah i feel like there is a natural i think when that natural loving force is there really like coming out and this amazing poet david white he's like I've just been listening to his book recently because he's like, don't do it prematurely. Like you're missing these layers. Like do it when that, um, take that first step when that real river is coming. And I, I really feel that like, don't do it from the mind, like do it from that deeper, deeper knowing. Don't do it because, oh, now I trained for, you know, a year and okay, now it's time to share. It's like, no, listen, listen, listen are you are you ready is it coming from within you is it is it ready to be shared like an overflow of mm. of energy um because you can you can train for like eight years and you might not right <laughs> like you have to be super honest with self and and we're all in different stages so it's just yeah listening to and knowing are you coming from service or are you doing it for yourself um right like limited self and want, I don't know, want whatever you want from it. Um, it should be an offering or it should be be an overflow, I feel. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Wow. That was said so beautifully. I That was just like the most incredible answer ever. Um, and I wanted to ask you because you brought up relationships a few times and it seems like you do have such a beautiful relationship with your, it's your husband, right? You guys are married and you have your child. Uh, uh, we, uh, we're engaged. You're engaged. Married. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, okay. So I, I must have saw the engagement photo and was like, okay, I assume they're, I assume they're married. Okay. With your fiance. And yes. I would just, I mean, I love I I love the relationship conversation like when people kind of get into relationships because I think it's applicable to everyone everyone's either pursuing something or shying away from something it's just like relationships are such a huge part of the fabric of our of our lives and so and this might be a really broad question but I'm curious like what you've learned or something that stands out to you that you've learned since entering into this relationship that you have with your fiance? Beautiful. Um, I love relationships too. And I think they're so important for our uh, human development and, and yeah, relationship to all things basically. Um, and I think the personal or romantic relationship, um, the, 
the thing I learned or I think why our relationship is really harmonious and working is because we put God first. So the other person is not responsible for our happiness. Um, and we don't put that pressure on each other. And if it's things coming up, we also tune in to our deeper knowing or consciousness or God or whatever you want to call it um, and set the other person free. So there is a spaciousness there. And in that spaciousness, you can kind of dance and play and, and share and, um, and things can come up and we are not bypassing or like, oh, no, I'm not going to listen to your pain or trauma or, or so. Um, and this is all yours. It's like, no, I can hold that for you. Um, and also, I know you take full responsibility when you can. And I know if you can't, then I'm, I'm there too. And and there is a trust in each other's mo motive. Like we never try to harm each other. We always like, if we harm each other, it's because there is a wound. So there is that understanding of like, oh, now our pain is coming up. So we have like a big compassion for that. And like, mm -hmm. okay, let's, yeah, let's invite that in and, and, and see it for what it is. And, and, um, and unravel it if needed. And if, Sometimes, like I've been having a mentor uh, this year that's been so wonderful because I've been going through pregnancy and it's been a beautiful, beautiful journey. Uh, but also, you know, like it's a whole different shift. Um, and and there's the honesty as well and, and in com communicating. And but I think like the essence is that of not holding each other responsible for your happiness and knowing that we are always there trying to share love and not um not let like not try to hurt each other subconsciously or or consciously and knowing if we are then there is a wound and that needs to be looked at or seen so that's kind of the i feel the essence of why it's working <laughs> Yeah, that's beautiful. And have you, or maybe I should say, has he, like, was he also in um, quite a conscious um, state of being, state of mind uh, when you met him? Or how is like his own evolution kind of gone? Yeah, I, I, when I, I mean, when I saw him, when I recognized him, like I, I saw in his eyes, like I saw he had a presence that I, I was like, oh, I feel, I feel love, like mm -hmm. emanating from his eyes very strongly and not even for me, but just for the world or for, for being. And I think in that sense, I felt like he was on the other side of like his person, you know, like we all have this journey when we do have to do all the personal stuff, but I felt mm -hmm. like he was on the other side of that where he was really just ready to be in truth um, and in the bigger picture and for, for the world, so to speak. So, um, and my partner, he's he's old, a little older, I mean, for, in his forties. So that's nice for me. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, like, I imagine. <laughs> I feel like women are more mature. I mean, everyone says that, but we are, yeah. we just, we just, get it 
on a little sooner, I think. <laughs> um, <laughs> so it's been, yeah, he was, he was, he was very conscious and pre present. And yet we also, I can see even photos from back then and now it's like, we really been growing into each other with each mm -hmm. other, which is so beautiful too. Like we're, we're coming, becoming more of who we are within the relationship and that is also sometimes not the case so i'm very grateful for that and and it's been resulting or the result has now it's like a little love child that we love so much yeah. that's so adorable <laughs> so, yeah you're yeah. you're a new mom because this is, is this your first child right yeah it's my first child um oh. and i've been yeah i've been ready for a while and um i think we had to wait for Kauai to be our home to um as soon as we moved here he came in and um yeah he's only 10 weeks now so I'm, oh, a, new, okay. I'm a fresh mama <laughs> and how how are you I mean how are you doing I, I don't this is such like um also a very sensitive we talked about you know times in the industry but this is a very from what I've heard I'm not a mom not yet but from what I've heard how are you like how are you experiencing this time um really, I mean it's been it's been really I, I know other women are saying that but there is there feels like a real rebirth and um I just had my closing of the bone ceremony last week so I feel more anchored in again but during the whole birth portal like I felt so connected to uh the universe or mm, yeah what to say consciousness like I was in these two worlds like very very open and um um it's I mean I just feel that there is like a homecoming for me I feel like I don't have to run anymore I feel like okay I'm I'm here now and I have a child and and there is like a such a simplicity in it and yet so much love and beauty and like joy and also like I don't sleep that much during the nights. <laughs> that's, right. that's what you hear. <laughs> it's full time every day like I don't have much time for myself even when we jumped on the podcast like two two minutes before I was with my little son like um yeah so um sitting like before before he arrived like i've been having hours and hours like journaling and doing all my personal things meditating this and that mm -hmm. and little moments for self and other times you're, you're fully like just there present with your little being but um i i do feel there is a, yeah a homecoming and i've been a seeker all my life and the seeking has stopped now i just feel complete completely like like I arrived, there is nowhere else to go and that might change like, but that's how I feel at the moment. There's no like wow. needing to achieve or become or even with career stuff, like all of that is just out of the window and there's just like a being present here and now and a deep, deep satisfaction and like um, fulfillment in that. Mm. And maybe that is being a woman is like, so natural to have a child if you choose to right. um but yeah yeah so it's beautiful that's, that's immensely <laughs> beautiful i mean it sounds incredibly peaceful this this place in life that you're 
Uh, and so, you know, you mentioned your, your practices and maybe they're in your life right now, or maybe they're not, but do you like, I'm wondering, like, is just, this is just coming from someone who just doesn't have a baby, right? So I'm thinking like, is just being with your baby meditation, like, does your idea of what certain practices have to look like, does that just change and maybe evolve as you enter this new stage? I, I totally feel like being with the baby is the perfect, like, being in the moment practice or right. present practice like Iker Tolle would call it like mm -hmm. um, and yeah I have a hard time putting him down too so I he sleeps on me and most and like mm, he sleeps in this carrier mostly during the day or like in my lap so sometimes I like sit there just being present yeah. <laughs> and I can nice and open and and um and I don't, I don't think all mamas do that, but I don't have the heart to put him down if he doesn't want to be put down. So, um, and there's, yeah, I think, I think also like all the meditation and practices we've done, um, I notice now that they are so helpful because I'm not triggered so easily. My hormones are not going up and down so much. Like I'm not having the emotional swings that I know can really happen after birth. Um, like the first few weeks, I definitely had a lot of emotions, but like now it's super stable. And I and also the sensitivities, you, you become super sensitive. Um, it's like mm, all the work prior of connecting and meditating and doing the breath work. And um, it's really allowing me to be anchored into the deeper reality so I feel really like stable and and just trusting and going with the flow in a way um so I'm grateful to have had that time before actually and I mm -hmm. feel that with my partner too like we're we're ready there's a readiness and there is um or like a deep trust in the human nature process of you know bringing your child in and like really trusting the deeper instincts and and I had a beautiful home birth in water and yeah oh my God. so yeah oh, it's like the dream you know because I I know a lot of women want to do that not all have um either a chance or maybe something goes on but that's incredible that you're able to, to yeah 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 and then there too in the birth it was also uh the work um i was working with my mentor this year about um merging spirit and and uh um like embodiment in a way because i had a tendency to go upwards right like a little almost fearful to really be on earth like really being anchored and rooted on earth that's been my fear during like earlier in my life and Really huh? I think that's very relatable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, earth can be dense and we have to deal with our stuff here. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, now I feel there is like a landing on the earth plane that I haven't felt before. Uh and and during birth I was really connected to to cosmos and yet I felt the pain and I felt the body and I was with the body in the body I didn't I didn't like 
zone out. I was really in two, two realms at the same time. And I think that was uh, a beautiful kind of symbol of the work I've done the last year and, and where my work wants to go as well. So I feel like birth, yeah, it's, it's such a beautiful portal and like blessings to all, all mamas and yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. You couldn't have painted a, a better picture. I, it just sounds incredible. And so I have to ask, given where you're at, the answer is probably no right now, but are you still like working? Like are people still working with you at this point in time? Or are you taking like, you know, maternity leave right now from what you're doing? Um, yeah, I, um, I haven't been working the last like two, three months. Um, I am gonna start soon, maybe like a few few sessions a month. Okay. Maybe a gathering here and there and and might might do something with Lara hmm. in Ohio soon. Um, I'm really, what what is coming up now is like, cause I have very limited time cause I'm full, full mom. Yeah. My mom, um, there is like, a sense of just doing the work when it's really sparking something when it's really true um yeah. and also i feel very ready to work with people again because i love it and um but i don't i'm not gonna have time to do too much so i'm gonna okay. do sessions here and there and then um a few offerings here in kawaii and in california um and then hopefully a little retreat eventually with maybe even mamas and babies but um, wow yeah oh my god okay well I had to ask to see what would be appropriate to to link people to but I all let them peruse what you have and if you're available you're available and if you're not you know you're yeah. not um but I just have to say oh my gosh I I know you and Lara do stuff together but just now having spoken to you and having spoken to her I I mean, if people are in California, they should go and see what kind of magic you guys create together because you're both so, like, I can't even imagine to me, like that sort of energy is like, it almost like is mind blowing. The fact that you guys are, <laughs> are doing things together because you're both so beautiful. Like I just, that's got to be something incredibly special. Is it uh, Reiki that you guys do typically together or is it whole ceremonies or? Yeah, I mean, we've been doing more like a breath work sound, um, woman scattering. Uh, okay. During, yeah. Um, oh my God. Yeah, it was really beautiful. We did one last, uh, or this summer, last summer, uh, when I was pregnant, and we had so much fun. It was like, yeah, in her, she has a beautiful house in Ohio with these rose gardens, and, and now a tea house as well, like really oh, magical. Of yeah. <laughs> I love Lara. And the funny thing is she's also been in the fashion industry before. So yes. Like, yeah. Yes. I I there's such um I mean that's a whole it's 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 sort of been this conversation, but it's also another conversation of how many people have gone from, you know, fashion burnout and then now, you know, wellness spirit spirituality healing. It makes sense. Oh totally. Yeah, I, I mean I'm sure I feel like I interviewed a few, like I'm probably Amanda. Amanda, Amanda yeah. Yeah, yeah. And she's still in it as well, which is impressive. Um Yeah, yeah. I mean I think she um is doing a little bit, but she's like really doing her business. Good point. Now. Yeah, 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 definitely less. Last time I talked to her, yeah, we we also talked about it because I'm fascinated. I'm like, how how? How? How are you still in it? Because it's um but she's a very um solid 
um, to me, very solid like core kind of in her. So I, I do see how she's managing. Everything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Um, well, how last thing I'll just ask from you is, uh, do you want to share website, Instagram, whatever feels uh, good for you in this moment? Again, everyone knowing that you're on maternity leave and limited and, and whatnot, but just to peruse you online. Beautiful. Um, yeah, I, I have a website. It's www.dorotheaparjorgensen.com. Um, and then you can reach out on Instagram or um, uh, via email. I do have like a more of a work email, um, but it's on my website. So any information is there. Um, other information is also on Instagram, which I'm more slow. Like I'm not on there so much at the moment. I'm feeling like I'm needing a little space. Um, yeah. And um, and you can yeah reach out if you like and or come to Ojai if yeah. you're in California soon or come to Kauai. I do private sessions here as well in Kauai. Um, and, and yeah, and I'm also, um, you know, gonna deep dive on my own mm, learning um, or le diving into something with soul work. So that's gonna mm -hmm. come up. Yeah, that's work in progress, so. Interesting, yeah, your website already if for anyone definitely check it out I'll link it all because you have already so many beautiful offerings and so I'm very excited to see what you're what's going to come to fruition let's say with what you're mentioning there what's percolating mm -hmm. at the moment thank you so much for joining us on the north star podcast I am so grateful for your time and your presence. If you want to chime in on the conversation, you can send me a DM at MacBowCastro on Instagram. I mean it when I say that I'm really always happy to hear from you, be it with regards to your insights gleaned from this episode or with regard to your own unfolding journey at large. I do believe that we each have our own North Star and it's our duty to do the inner work to get to know ourselves so that we can live in harmony with our souls, carry out our calling, and serve others with the gifts we have each been uniquely blessed with in this lifetime. Thank you again for joining us and I'll see you next time.